Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to give you the WWE backstage reaction to Crown Jewel. I'm going to tell you when WWE are heading back to Saudi Arabia. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar is far from over. And an update on the future of NXT TakeOver events. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. We are going to kick things off here by talking a backstage report from PW Insider's Mike Johnson talking the internal reaction within WWE to Crown Jewel 2021. And it was broadly in line with the social media and the wider kind of wrestling fans' reaction to the show Mm -hmm. as a whole. They were thrilled with how the pay-per-view went and they view it as one of the strongest big like pay-per-view type Mm -hmm. shows they have produced all year. Uh, There's some more details in Mike's article, some really good stuff here. Kind of talk about how The Undertaker wasn't there in the end, he was just there to introduce Pitbull. Just hanging out with Pitbull instead. A concert, which was a lot of fun to cover yesterday. Uh, And of course the Olympian, Tariq uh, Hamdi, who appeared alongside uh, Mustafa Ali, Mustafa Ali and uh, Mansoor, Mm -hmm. kicking the crap out of Ali. (laughs) Uh, He apparently had a whale of a time. Very impressed with like the sportsmanship and the process and everything else, and he may get another look at WWE in the future. So I imagine they would be filled with these shows, yep. right? Because the matches were received very well and everything else. But on top of that, you know, the other side of these shows... And look, we, we shouldn't treat these like normal shows, no. I believe, anyway. We shouldn't normalize these pay-per-views as something akin to, say, uh, a Backlash or a Survivor series because it's a very different beast. These are shows that are funded uh, by a regime paying 50-plus million dollars a pop um, as part of the Saudi Vision 2030 campaign, right? So we shouldn't sit here and and take them as something independent of that because that would be disingenuous and that would be wrong. So I can imagine that, of course, they would be filled with this. I actually tweeted this last night before this report came out. Yeah, they will be delighted with this because the quality was so high or the perceived quality of these shows was so high that it made people forget about the grander issues of all of this and the wider concerns with these pay-per-views and the allegations of sports washing and everything else. Mm -hmm. They made people talk about the quality of the matches, which should always be the case. Quite often with these pay-per-views, 
they kind of suck, right? A lot of it's them. It's more spectacle, not, isn't it? Yeah, like a lot of them have not been great. So to turn around and have a show uh, that is of this perceived caliber gets people talking about that, makes people forget about issues with uh, LGBTQ plus people yeah. and their treatment in the country and and various other things, and you know. So it's an effective example of the allegations that people talk about towards these shows and whatever, whatever. Um, it is what it is. We've spoken about it at great length in the past. We'll continue to do so. Uh, but I can see why they would be thrilled with it from a, from a, just a pure yeah. wrestling perspective and also from the political perspective, the more insidious perspective as well. Yeah, I'm a bit conflicted with all this, Andy, because like we were reviewing it yesterday, me and Phil, after the stream. And it was, you know, not, not to do the gimmick, but it was the best WWE Saudi show ever that they've put on. I thought it was a really good show, top to bottom. Yes, there was a bit of shenanigans in the, the co-main and the main events, but I thought overall, like you say, for a show that isn't one of the big four, you'd expect far more shenanigans and it not really to be part of WWE sure. canon. You got a satisfactory conclusion, a really good conclusion, in my opinion, to the Edge-Seth Rollins feud. They're pretty much done and dusted with AJ Styles and Omos and the Raw Tag Team Championships. Like They're going to move on across the board with a variety of other things. You've got a new King of the Ring, you've got mm -hmm. Queen's Crown uh, Tournament winner, Xavier Woods' dream came true. Like. I really enjoyed watching this show, but you can't help have that nagging thing in the back of your head that is, this is, you know, like you say, sports washing. This is them yeah. saying, yeah, ignore all the bad stuff that comes from Saudi yeah. Arabia. Look at what an amazing show. I, I, I get it. I know so, I saw some people talking about this when we were talking about it, saying, look, the people there, the kids and, you know, mm -hmm. you know the, 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 the way this reaches out to the community is great. And it is. But you can't hide the fact of what is this yeah. hiding. Exactly. You can't hide from that stuff. You can't run away with it. You can't separate the two because without the regime paying WWE $50 million per show or $55 million, mm -hmm. I believe is the latest estimate, the show wouldn't exist. So the two are intrinsically linked. It is irresponsible to separate them both and go, hey, I don't care about the bad stuff because Seth and uh, Edge was really good or whatever. You've got to pick, you've got to take them both mm -hmm. as part of a greater package. Um, these shows are what they are this point uh it's a 10-year deal we've got what like six seven years more of, to mm -hmm. get through and everything else um but those are our thoughts on the show uh look i'm sure you'll have some very passionate views of your own uh <laughs> feel free to share them of course but uh be civil yes it'd be nice in the comments and i'll, I'll admit riddle coming out on a camel that yeah, was pretty damn great. Do you know how much uh, camels poop in a day? I saw this tweet. Eight kilograms. Good luck, everyone. Well, let's talk about them returning to Saudi Arabia and when that may well go down. Like you mentioned there, they've got this deal, Saudi Vision 2030, their first show in 2018, you would imagine, with a 10-year deal. That's taken all up to 2028, although we're not really sure about how that's going to be adapted because of all the COVID pandemic and the fact they couldn't put shows on for a, over a year. Um, but according to PW Insiders, Mike Johnson, Again, another brilliant report from him. Early 2022 may well be the target. Early seems to suggest, Andy, that we may get another Saudi show prior to yeah. WrestleMania, which I'm worried about. This show we've just had makes me feel a lot more confident about it, but I am worried it may bugger up the road to WrestleMania a little bit. 
for early 2022, probably to be expected because you would anticipate two Saudi shows next yeah. year if they can. Yeah, that's the contract, uh, two per year. Uh, you would imagine they'll go back to what would have become a regular schedule with one in like February-ish and then one later on in the year as we've just had. Uh, yeah, nothing like particularly revolutionary or revelatory or whatever about mm. the report, but you know, pretty much in line with what you'd expect. Looks like they're trying to get back onto that schedule and uh, yeah, to a year going forward by the looks of things. I think, I think we may well get, you know, more shows because of that gap that they've had. Maybe, but yes, yeah. it's going to be back to being a regular occurrence. Although, like I said, alongside all the stuff we've discussed, if they're in the vein of last night's show, I'm a lot better with it than I was when it was just like, oh, here's a legend squashing some of your favourites and just these mad sort of weird house show-esque matches that are just have to be built on TV for three weeks or something. They're a bizarre viewing experience across yeah. the board, aren't they? Let's move on. Let's talk about Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. I say move on. It's still the same show. <laughs> That's continuing. That's continuing. And no great surprise given the way that match finished with the... There was all kinds of stuff, wasn't there? There was the belt. There was Paul Heyman sliding it oh, in. There was the referee. It was great, yeah. Will Nage took a great bump. Charles Robinson. Jesus, yeah. Yeah, crazy. And then the interference from the Usos ultimately costing Brock the match. Roman Reigns escapes once again. That pesky heel Roman Reigns. Well, that's continuing. Uh... WWE have released a statement on Brock's behalf on the website because Brock don't do Twitter. Nope. Brock Lesnar is far smarter than all of us who are actually on Twitter. <laughs> uh, the statement is as follows. The moment I arrive at SmackDown, I will beat Roman Reigns senseless. So that feud is going to continue there in Wichita, Kansas. I'm going to Wichita, yeah. Seven Nation Army stuff. White stripes, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, this is in line with a report from the Wrestling Observer. Uh, Dave Meltzer, earlier this month, reporting that WWE wanted to extend this feud beyond Saudi Arabia, beyond Crown Jewel. They want to work a couple of shows by the looks of things. Uh, we sat here and gone, hey, what if it's a squash? It wasn't a squash, which would have been a really bad booking decision. Yep. Uh, they went for the kind of screwy finish instead. So yeah, it's continuing. Yeah, I'm not really surprised by this. I was sort of trying to explain it away to people who were furious with that finish last night. I was like, they ain't going to blow off Brock yeah. versus Roman in Saudi Arabia, especially with, you know, with the season that we're heading into. You've got Survivor Series, you've got this day one page pay-per-view and of course you've then got the rumble and the road to wrestlemania i'm okay with it look i really enjoyed last night's show and i didn't feel too short changed when what happened happened the intrigue of whose side is paul Heyman on continues i'm expecting this to hopefully lead in like you say to smackdown tonight and follow on from that you saw when those two were coming out and they were stood in the ring, it genuinely had a big fight feel, a WrestleMania main event sort of feel to it. I'm happy with it continuing, especially with the roles being as they are rather than the age-old Romans, the babyface going up against that bastard that Brock Lesnar. Damn Brock. And yeah, it's going to be fun to see, you know, Roman, you know, take the high ground and say, oh, I won, why would you have another shot? And Heyman not really know what to do just like last yeah. night and also try and maybe do the bidding of Roman to say like he lost back of the yeah. line with him it could well be a Survivor Series main event if they're not doing brand warfare up and down the card although I'd be totally fine with Roman Reigns versus Big E with Brock Lesnar as the special guest referee because I'd like to see him in a referee jumper I'd love it but yes I'm, I'm not exactly surprised uh, by that all over the top why not why not there's more more about that in the Twitter questions but let's conclude by talking about Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. NXT TakeOver is one of the flagship things from WWE, one of the best shows uh, monthly or, you know, whenever it was, regularly to tune into. But it's not like we're getting anyone anytime soon. Last TakeOver, of course, TakeOver 36 in August. Uh, But according to, again, PW Insiders, Mike Johnson, no TakeOver events are scheduled for the rest of the year. We've got Halloween Havoc, of course, coming up next week with a whole load of title matches on there. Uh, At the moment, WWE's calendar going forward, it looks like this. Survivor Series on the 21st of November. Then you've not got a TLC pay-per-view, of course. We mentioned that a while back. Instead, we have day one on, yep, you guessed it, the 1st of January. Following up that with the Royal Rumble, which Brock Lesnar has been, you know, reported mm-hmm. as at least appearing at on the 29th of January. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no mention of takeovers in that schedule, which, to be honest, considering where they are with NXT 2.0, is no real great <laughs> surprise. Yeah. I think the biggest thing they're going to do right now is something like a Halloween Havoc that we've got next week. Yeah, it's going to be seen as more of a disappointment than a surprise, isn't it? Yeah. Like the lack of takeovers on the internal column. And it's, you know... Uh, I think it'd be hard for this new roster, unless you, you know, mix sure. in the old talent to live yeah. up to a takeover. Yeah, exactly, because the, the brand has changed. It's not a work rate brand anymore, right? It's not about having work these... Work rate, work rate. It's not about having these popping matches and everything else. It's gone back to its developmental roots, and we can argue the merits and the... the What's the opposite of a merit? The bad stuff, I yes, guess. Negatives. Pluses and negatives. Why did positives and yeah. whatever? Why didn't I just say that in the first <laughs> place? But you can argue that till the cows come home. But yeah, it is a tougher fit. That's not to say there aren't people on that roster who could have great matches. Braun but the Breaker. focus has shifted. Braun Breaker. I'm Don't really looking forward. I'm really looking forward to Braun Breaker versus. I'm Tommy buzzing for Halloween. I genuinely it's, think it's a really exciting show. Like it might not be great. Yeah. But you've got like Carmelo Hayes going to a haunted house. Yeah. You've got the spin the wheel, mate. There. You've got a. Blood 
bloody mad ladder match for those women's tag team titles. Maybe Yoshirai's going to put another yeah. bin on her head and jump off something. I'm, Who I'm knows? I'm bin heads. That's the thing at NXT 2.0 in general, isn't it? It's like... It's a, it, you know, you sit here and pick it apart and there's the bones of a great wrestling show aren't there. But if you kind of detach yourself from it and just enjoy the stupidity of a lot of these things... I'm telling you right go, now. Go and do the, do if, the gimmick. If you aren't watching NXT 2.0, you're missing out. I'm not saying you're missing out on a fantastic show, but you are missing out something in your life. And for <laughs> me, Andy Murray, imagine... I know they're not, but imagine if they were involved in Survivor Series. Imagine them turning up. Oh, congratulations, you've got a team with, ooh, Drew McIntyre and uh, uh, Madcap, Madcap Moss and bloody Happy Corbin. Too late, Tony D'Angelo's here, huh? Tony D'Angelo, Von Wagner, he's got heart. <laughs> you've got bloody Joe Gacy knocking about with Heartland. Like, Joe Gacy. imagine that team. And then, Roman Reigns, Big E. And Baron Breaker. <laughs> what a match that could be. Honestly, if you're not watching NXT 2.0, like I say, you're missing out. Do you reckon Braun Breaker would just pay Brock Lesnar off because of Brock's mercenary reputation? It'd be quite easy, wouldn't it? Hey, I think, forget about it. I think if you had that, the reason they can't do it is because Braun Breaker would put both Big E and Roman Reigns in the Steiner recliner and then they'd just be ruined because the people would be like, oh, point. there's the biggest star in the world. Good point. Go. Can't right. put them on TV at the same time as these guys. They'll look inferior. Let's move on to your Twitter <laughs> questions. At what culture WWE, Joking. of course, if you want to get in touch. Uh, Wrestling with Doom uh, sends us our first question today. This is Bruce. He says he loves news. Lovely hat on Bruce as well. Hello, Bruce. Good boy. Uh, but Wrestling with Doom says, Happy Friday, Legends. How would you feel if Adam's best friend, MJF, were to go after the TNT belt instead of the AEW one? He's beaten Sammy, so he has got a claim. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. I like that idea a lot. He's beaten Sammy, like you said. Uh, it keeps him away from the world title picture for a while. Maybe that's something you want to build to on a longer a longer scale. Um, also, you could do some really interesting things with Cody. Cody, of course, the first TNT, uh, TNT yeah. champion. Uh, they have that past rivalry. They've not gone back to that at some point. I think we're approaching a time where you could go back to that if you wanted to and it would feel fresh and new because uh, it's been like over a year now. Um, the question there, of course, is well, Cody's alignment is a bit wacky at the moment. So <laughs> yeah. Maybe. But yeah, I like that. I think there's a lot of interesting things you could do that are some good fantasy booking and a good dog with a good hat. Yes, it's a good question, but you're completely wrong. Uh, no, we shouldn't do that in my opinion. Look, I've said this time and time and time again and I think the, the, the path is right there for him. I know they've got the, sure. the championship eliminator tournament that's coming our way and maybe Brian Danielson's going to win that or whatever but I suspect that that's going to be a title match at let's say winter is coming for yeah. hopefully the new champion Hangman Page off the back of full gear but instead I would have MJF defeat Darby Allen, do something to keep him busy in the you know New Year sort of yeah. time period, and then I'd have him take it off Hangman Page at the first opportunity at the next pay per view. Maybe pay more tag teams to dress up as Lucha Frogs. Yes, well, what were they called? The Super Frogs. The Super Frogs. Yeah. And uh, of course, MJF <laughs> should be world champion already because John Moxley used an illegal move. Don't that. Uh, second question today comes from Robert Stevenson voiceovers. If you want us a voiceover, head to Robert Stevenson Bobby uh, for that. Who says, Howdy, fellas. American accent optional, so obviously. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Instead of cra Queen's Crown, how much more interesting would it be to see Shayna Baszler tap through and become the Intercontinental Champion? I did not. What have you just said to me, mate? Uh, how about Shayna becomes the IC champ? 
Oh my goodness, that's that's interesting. Um, the intergender bridge isn't something WWE have crossed a lot, obviously. Nope. They've done bits and pieces uh, here and there. Uh, Nia Jax entering that men's Royal Rumble at the end. Uh, Nia Jax and uh, they were going to do something with Dean Ambrose, weren't they? Yep. They had a couple of faces. Yep. Did she punch him in the face? Did I? Am she I definitely that? squared up to him. Yeah, there was something working. There was something going on there that I don't quite remember because my head's made of Swiss cheese. <laughs> um, I don't think it's something they'll do. No. I, I, I don't think they like the optics of intergender wrestling within a PG kind of framework or whatever else. And you can debate the positives and, and negatives and everything else of that. And we can say, is this a good idea? Is it well? But at the end of the day, it's just something I think they want to avoid. Yes, it's a, it's, a, it's a great idea. It's a great suggestion. It's a hell of a way to rehabilitate her. But there's a couple of reasons why. Like you say, I don't think they'll do the intergender side of things because they don't want that press coverage, even though they'll probably, Shayna Baszler could carry herself incredibly well there. Plus, I also don't think they want any subtle references to China, considering how much they go, oh, don't talk about China, it, it, which is frustrating because she deserves a lot more acknowledgement uh, for what she's done for women's wrestling. 100%. I don't think they're going to do it. I just say give her a title. Not a tag title, give her a women's title because, yeah, I mean, I realised why she Kick was... Everyone's I, 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 I suddenly realised, yeah, last night, oh, yeah, of course she can't go to Saudi Arabia to win the Queen's Crown Tournament, so that makes sense why she didn't make the final of that, but she should win a women's title. Yeah. ASAP, in my She's opinion. She's a total badass as well, Shayna Baszler. She's like, if you put everyone in a room on that roster, she would be the one who emerged victorious from a fight. Yeah, so. you've got two former UFC fighters on your roster and then neither of them are doing big things. I don't want them as a tag champ, but come on, let's get on with this. Like, I just smash him up for me. Come on, WWE. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, what, what accent was that? It's sort of it's yours, like, but a knockoff but like, version of yours. And Andy H. Murray from Sterling. <laughs> but yeah, I hope she does get a women's title soon because she deserves it and just stop having her getting rolled up when she does the Kira Fuda clutch because it's dumb. That's stupid. Mark Solly gives us our final <laughs> question of the day. Another dog pick. Thank you for this, Mark. Uh, he says, Morning, guys. Happy Friday. Nice Thoughts stuff. on doing a six-man tag between the Bloodline versus Lesnar and Mark's picks either the Alpha Academy or the Diamond oh. Mine. If Lesnar was giving a team, picking a team to help him, who would you guys pick? God, you had me at Alpha Academy, but... Him and Otis hanging out would be great. It'd be so weird, wouldn't it? It'd be so strange. Imagine if it was OG Otis as well, and he was doing it like, hey, Brocky! <laughs> that, that would be funny. Um, but yeah, I think you've struck a diamond with this diamond mine suggestion. That's brilliant. The, the optics of him and the Creed brothers. Oh, my God. That is so R.I.P. Cool. the Usos. That's awesome. Book it now. If you don't book this, Vincent Man, I will... Complain mildly about it on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, I, I like the idea of Brock Lesnar actually having some friends. Yeah. So maybe you'd have Brock, his best friend in the entire world, our truth for some reason, and then you need some muscles. So I'm gonna say Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo is the ultimate. Pop a little fedora on Brock's head. You, that guy's looking good. Bada bing, bada boom, you know. It's very good, like, aesthetically, the Tony D'Angelo gimmick with a hat. It's very close to a milady type gimmick, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> do not grow that neck beard out, Tony. Totally. <laughs> yeah, don't do that, Tony. Uh, right, let's move on to today's. And finally, of course, on Rampage tonight, it is Andrade El Idolo versus Pac and AEW tweet out. We're ready to run this one back. Who's got walks out with the win tomorrow night on AEW Rampage? And the bastard pack tweeted, El Bastardo, that's who. How we're El Bastardo's gonna win, and he's gonna go home and celebrate with a study and but some peace pudding. <laughs> I knew you were gonna go down that route when you mentioned what he was gonna celebrate. I with. still remember a while back when I first moved to Newcastle, I was out in town and I was walking behind someone. And I thought, bloody hell, that guy looks well like Neville. Walked past him. 
Yeah, it was Neville. It yeah, hundred percent. Exactly. <laughs> he's quite distinctive when you look at him. Really, I should have realised that. He's got the be... Murray ears, and you know. He hadn't been in WWE wrestling for about six months, so yeah, it makes sense. And he'd come back to the time pal for some stuff. Oh, we can get complete. Uh, right, let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. A whole host coming your way later on today. SmackDown preview, Rampage preview, and Wrestle Culture with a hashtag Bloody Good Quiz. Uh, plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at, at Andy H. Murray. The H today stands for Headspace. Get some this weekend. Oh, man. yeah. Turn your phone Bit of meditation. Go for a walk. Yeah, cook a nice meal. Take your time with it. Just. I'm gonna go full John Morrison. Home. Oh well. You can follow me, Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is... Another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.